here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105 FM in Right now, we're going to be talking about how to best navigate your way through social media and still have your reputation intact and not ruin your career. So last week, um, South Africa 2020 hopeful Bianca Skwombi um, released a public apology after highly offensive posts dating back to 2014 were found on her Twitter account on Tuesday night and a Twitter user actually uncovered these series of uh, racist and also crude social media posts from the 21-year-old uh, model's uh, private Twitter account. And um, yeah, this, this actually... Um, you know, resulted in her retracting from the race. She received such a lot of backlash. So to speak to us about that is social media law expert, Emma Sadley. I mean, she's been warning us for years about stuff that we post on Twitter. Emma, a very good afternoon to you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so lovely to speak to you. Let me tell you, there is a quote in one of your books that my sister preaches about. And it says, if you wouldn't put the message on a bill board with your face name etc then don't post it (laughs) (laughs) i'm so happy that she remembers that you know i've been saying it for so long and it's so it sounds so stupid Mm. but it's such a good rule and actually the effect is even worse than if it was on the billboard because of how permanent it is you know if we think of a huge billboard i always say to people before you let anything exist in digital format Mm. inside your phone in somebody else's phone maybe somebody takes a video of you doing something stupid or a private message that can be screenshot or anything you put on social media before you let it exist in digital format you close your eyes and you imagine putting it on a huge billboard next to a huge photo of your face, your name, the name of the company you work for or would like to work for, or the company that sponsors you or the school you go to, whoever you owe those duties of good faith to, would you put it on that billboard? You know, the thing is that the laws are exactly the same. Mm. The disciplinary consequences are the same. And actually, your impact, your reputation is worse because even if that billboard is up for three, four, five years time, the internet doesn't forget. So we've got to really start appreciating just how permanent the internet is. You know, when I'm speaking to the kids at schools, I talk about the tattoo effect of the internet and treating all digital content like a tattoo because it's so permanent. And I think that this Bianca Scumbi case has really shown that to be true. It really is. And one might say she was young. Um, You know, young people can be quite irrational that sometimes they don't get the gravity of what they're posting. So what is our responsibility as parents then in in, as far as monitoring our children's online activities concerned? Well, I think the first point is to monitor. You know, the first point is really to know what your children are up to on social media, on their phones, on the Internet. And start guiding them. You know, a lot of parents say to me, oh, I couldn't possibly ask my child and they know more than I and I don't understand Instagram and I don't understand TikTok. It's your duty as a parent to get to grips with these platforms. And the Internet makes it easy for you to do that. You know, you can Google what are the risks with Fortnite, what are the issues on Twitter, you know, that kind of thing. Start educating yourself. Then keep a good watching eye on what they're up to. You know, Mm. if you see that your child's tweeting some crazy stuff, then you need to bring it back. And I think that we bring it back to basics. I'm not saying that you give them a list of these are the rules for Instagram and these are the rules when you're on a WhatsApp group and these are the rules on TikTok. People need to understand what the principles are. You don't put anything unless you put it on a billboard. You know, you you don't... um, 
post your personal information, mm. information about your location, where you live. You don't speak to strangers. You, you're very skeptical about who you meet online. Presume they're dodgy until you've proven otherwise that they are real people. Uh, don't buy into the popularity contest. You know, mm. it's, it's more important to be private than to be popular. Understanding how things can go wrong. And I think it's our duty to teach our children as soon as we let them into the online world. And, and you know, I've been going around for years saying that smartphones should be banned for children under the age of 13. Mm. But that's completely ineffective now because our children are forced to be online because they're all remote learning. So I'm seeing very young children being put online so that they can do the remote learning, which lockdown requires them to do. But then at the same time, having unfettered access to YouTube, to, I mean, you know, I think you'll know what I mean when I say this, and that is that the internet has no shallow end. So you've got to educate your kids, and and I feel so strongly about it um, that I've been on this sort of education trail for years now, and I've actually just taken my content online mm-hmm. because I'm not able to go and give all the talks that I've been doing for years. So uh, like an online course that kids can do um, to try and help them to make sure they're not going to make the same mistakes that Bianca Scumbi made. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the, this, um, she's, I mean, she's already tweeted these tweets. Um, they are online. But how can she go about j- just redeeming herself and her online reputation? I mean, it's ruined at the current moment. Is there redemption? You know, I think that I think that what we've got to, you know, it's the same as as not just with children, you know, with all racism. Um, mm. Is there such a thing as redemption and how do we get to it? You know, that's a much, much bigger question that uh, that someone much cleverer than me probably has to answer. But, you know, back to your question about should we accept that everyone, everything that everyone treats when they're 14 years old should compromise them down the road? Of course not. You know, children are going to mess up. They're going to push the boundaries. They're going to say stupid stuff. They're going to do stupid stuff, which is documented and put online. But I think that where we get to a topic like racism, that mm-hmm. goes so much to the core of, hu- of who a human is. Um, and you've got to start looking at the parents. You've got to start looking at society. And, and how is that possible that somebody born, you know, so, so recently yes. uh, in a democratic South Africa can still hold these kind of views? And for me, what was more worrying were the personal accounts of people who posted that they were at school with her and that they'd been called the K-word by her. You know, that, that becomes a big issue. And how do you, how does, it, how does somebody who's a proven racist, like Adam Katsavallis, like uh, Mabel Janssen, like uh, Penny Sparrow, the late Penny Sparrow, how do those people redeem themselves? Mm-hmm. And I think all you can do is put your hand up and say, this is outrageous. I cannot believe that I did this and, and I must do better. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's something that, that isn't going to happen with a press release. You know, that's mm-hmm. not going to be something, oh, I'm so sorry I did this and I've changed. I think it requires, I think the public of South Africa demands much greater action than just uh, an I'm sorry and I'll do better. Absolutely. Emma, I just want to invite our listeners as well, if um, perhaps they'll have any questions for you. Dear listener, you can call in or um, send in your um, WhatsApp voice notes as well regarding this topic as well. Um, One thing that also bothered me was the way the uh, modeling agency handled this matter. Um, (laughs) I think I think I think their response was dismal and they actually realized that and it's also evident. I mean, they released like three press releases in a day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how 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 critical is is crisis communication more especially on on on, on social media? How how what's your advice as far as that is concerned? Yeah, and I think that this is a lesson for all people sort of in corporate South Africa listening is that you've got to you've got to appreciate how damaging 
one individual who is associated with your company, whether they're a model who is contracted to the agency or whether it's an employee, the effect that that person, if they mess up in their so-called personal capacity, not that I think that such a thing exists, even years before, mm. how that can impact your company. You know, I've, I've got people who say to me that they, on principle, won't do business with a company that has been associated or was the employer of one of these sort of known racists on the basis that they would be prepared to do business with those kind of people. So I think the message for all of corporate South Africa is that you've got to make sure that you're not going to find yourself in the same position that this modeling agency was in, which means you've got to do your due diligence before you hire someone. You have to check them out on social media. You have to make sure that those are the kinds of people that you want to be associated with. Because as much as we're talking about all the dangers of social media, one of the great things about social media is that it shines the light on people whose views they used to get away with because they were confined to what they said to their friend over a cup of coffee in their in their living room, right? Like the penny sparrows of this world have always always existed. But now that everybody posts everything on social media, mm. we find out about them and then we hold people to account. You know, the message these days is certainly that we have to confront racism in all its forms. Mm. So for corporate South Africa, the first thing is to make sure that before you hire someone, you check them out online, that they are not going to bring your company into disrepute just by virtue of your association with them. The second thing is to make sure that you have a social media policy. You need to make sure that all of your employees are aware about what their duties are. The first is don't bring the company into disrepute. And when I say company, I mean it could be all sorts of things, whoever your employer is. But you don't bring the employer into disrepute. And also you know that you can't bite the hand that feeds you. You can't do anything that's not in the best interests of the company that you work for. Mm. And then I think you need to have a crisis communication plan, like an escalation procedure, where something goes horribly wrong, like it did in this case, then instead of just reacting straight away, the first thing you've got to do is investigate. You know, say, find out what the facts are. Do your due diligence. Because if you just react on one thing and say, oh, no, it's absolutely fine, and then there's other stuff uncovered, it's going to backfire badly. You also need to work out whether if you do something, it's going to make things worse. And I'm reminded of Malusi Gigaba, who released on, on Twitter how outraged he was that this uh, private sexual video of him was being circulated. Mm. And to be honest, he just added fuel to the fire. He made things so much worse because up until that point, that content had been circulated amongst really a very small handful of people. And then suddenly he came out and said this, you know, I'm so upset about this fact that this is being circulated. Mm. And we call this the Barbara Streisand effect. The more you try and cover up something, the more harm you do. So you've got to think to yourself, if I release a press statement, am I going to be drawing more attention to the content than not? Mm. Certainly you've got to take disciplinary action. Racism is just intolerable in South Africa in any context. And so you would have to say, even if you have to follow the procedural rules, you would still release a statement saying, you know, it's completely unacceptable, we're investigating, mm. and then you take action as quickly as possible as soon as you have done your investigations. Absolutely. So we saw how um, social media can ruin your life, I mean, if you don't use it in the right way. How can we then um, effectively use social media? Well, the first thing is be a good human. <laughs> you know, if you're a good human, you don't have to worry about what you're posting because you're not going to be the p- person who's posting horrible racist stuff. Um, <laughs> and I know it seems such a silly thing to say, but but when I'm teaching at schools, I say to these kids, you know, 
be kind. Like, I'm not going to say to you, if you're going to bully someone, don't bully them on social media because you'll be caught. I'm saying mm-hmm. don't bully anyone ever. You know, so firstly is be a good human. The second is understand how public the content is, understand how permanent the content is. I have a very, I, I jokingly say it's a scientific rule, but, but I call it the jump in the tummy test, mm-hmm. which is when I write something and I'm just about to press, tweet, post, share, send, and I get that feeling in my tummy. All I can call it is a jump in the tummy. You know that like, eh, you know, yeah. that, is this a good idea? <laughs> that's, what, that's, the, that's the message for me to close my eyes and think to myself, would I put it on a billboard? Mm-hmm. When I'm talking to the kids, do I say, to the, I say to them, I talk about the six Ps. I say to them, would you like your principal at your school to see it? Would you like your parents to see it? <gasps> the police to see it? A fisher, beginning with P, P-H, somebody interested in your personal information. Mm. A predator or a potential employer, potential school, potential scholarship provider, potential university admissions officer. And I call this the six P's test. Would you want one of the six P's to see it? Because if you wouldn't, don't let it exist in digital format. Wow. Emma, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's been lovely to chat to you. All right. That's Emma Sadler, social media law expert. If you wouldn't put the message on a billboard with your face, name, etc. on it, then Don't post it.